So, uh, second epistle to Timothy. Paul's letter to Timothy. And last week, or the week before last, we got to the first 12 verses. Um, last week we were talking about um, hearing God's voice in your life uh, when we had the uh, church picnic and baptism, which uh, it, it rained on us for the first time. We were soaking wet. Everyone got baptized that time, but that's, that's fun. You know, I, I don't care. I think it's more memorable that way my own self, but... Whatever, and, and I was talking about how to hear the voice of God. And I was hoping that was actually very beneficial to you. I hope it's something that you've kind of taken with you, and you kind of, uh, if you weren't there, I'm sorry. There's no recording. We don't record while we're out there. Um, maybe at some point I'll I'll teach that again, but I I don't know that I don't know that'll be the case. So anyway, so second. Uh, uh, Timothy. Last time we were together in in Second Timothy, we looked at the first twelve verses, where Paul ends up saying, um, in verse eleven, "I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things." What things? Well, he's in prison. Paul's going to be beheaded at the end of this epistle. Well, not exactly at the end, but his to-do list is very short. Finish writing Timothy and then lay down my life for the Savior. His to-do list is finish this, post it, and be beheaded. Some people call this his swan song. I don't know that swan sang, but we all know what we mean when we say that. Here, um, and then he says, this call, I suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and persuaded, he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. And he's, the word ashamed is through here, this epistle, many times. In verse 8, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me as prisoner. And it's talking on, okay, I'm not ashamed, and you shouldn't be either. At the end of this book, and I'm going to pray, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. At the end of his book, he says, nobody stayed with me. Everyone was left me all by myself. Why? They were ashamed. They were, didn't want to be with me. They didn't, they didn't want to hang out with me. Uh, they knew that my name is Mud, and therefore they were trying to make the separation so that, you know, hey, uh, Paul, yeah, I don't know Nero, whatever. You know him, I don't know him. I never. And he said, don't you do that. And I kind of want to prepare your heart a little bit because that's the tenor of what we're all t we're talking about here. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we want to get what you would have for us here this morning. We expect remarkable things from your Holy Spirit. Not because I'm a great teacher, Lord, because your word is great, because your spirit is great. Lord, I pray you would bless. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm not ashamed, Paul says. Uh, I think there's a mass exodus from the church these days, at least in America. Uh, all denominations are doing poorly. Calvary chapels are kind of holding their own. Is there any churches that are growing? Some. There's little pockets of them and God's blessing at, at different places. But I think with social media, and I think where it seems that Satan has more than ever before in America grabbed hold of The small percentage of people who are anti-God, most of your friends and neighbors, they're, they're not 
pro-God, but they're not anti-God. They don't wake up this morning, how can I thwart the plan of God? How can I cast off this yoke that God has put? Most of them aren't that way. There's a small percentage of people, and they seem to have all the microphones, and they seem to buy their ink by the 55-gallon drum, and they seem to have, have captured social media. They sound like there's a lot of them. Well, there is a lot of them. I mean, if there's 300 million people in America, they, they, they're in the millions, but they're not the majority. But they seem like the majority. And we knew this because in chapter 3, know, this know also that in last days perilous times shall come. Perilous times are here, and there are many who are ashamed of the gospel. Me, since I got saved, I knew these verses. I knew this day was coming. And I knew that it was going to take, like, some intestinal fortitude. We're going to, hey, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> That's because you're too stupid to be ashamed. You're a rube. You think there's a God, really? That's foolish. No, I'm right. And in eternity, I'll be proved right. Here, it's a, it's a faith walk. And I, I want to tell you, 100 years from today, the only thing that's going to matter is your faith. A hundred years from today, the only thing that's going to matter is your faith. That's a good place for an amen. Look, 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 who cares? Angel's going to ask you, hey, what kind of truck did you have? Oh, that was, oh, what? Oh, that's a fine automobile. They, they don't care. Hey, what did you do for work? Nobody cares in eternity. They care how you worked for the Lord. A hundred years from today, who, we, we keep thinking like this is all there is. That's ridiculous. Life is a vapor. It appeareth for a while, and then it goes away. And we plan, and we plot, and we make our like this is all there is. And it's so not. And so because of that, people don't want to be, you know, they make up words to call us. Ten years ago, who, who heard of the word homophobe? Is anyone here afraid of homosexual people? Uh, is anyone afraid that you might be homosexual? Is anyone like, you know, I, is, oh, it's just me? No, 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 no. It's not me. It's not me. I, I get up in the night and I think, oh, I hope I'm not homosexual. You're a homophobe, they say. Wait a second. That's, that's not even a thing. They, they make up words to, and of course, we, you're a hater. Well, wait a second. I don't hate. But then they tell us, well, this is what hating means. You want secure borders, you're racist, you're a hater. I don't think I am. And we adopt their viewpoint. And our viewpoint, hey, Jesus is the only way to heaven. Yeah, there is a God, there is a heaven, there's a salvation to be obtained. There's a hell to be shunned, there's a heaven to be obtained, and that's the rules of the game. I didn't make the rules up, I'm just telling you what they are. And that's a shameful, that, that, that message has fallen into disrepute. So let's say there is a heaven, let's say there is a God. Well, we're all going there. And all you need to get there is just to die. I mean, if, you, if you've been to a funeral lately, have you been to a funeral in your life? It didn't be lately. Oh, you know, earth is the poor and heaven is the richer since our dear departed brother. Who openly blasphemed and hated God and would tell you that there was no God and suddenly he's joined the heavenly choir. It's, it's all ridiculous and this shamefulness about preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in 2019 in America. Wear it. Own it. 
Don't try to get around it. Don't try to be groovy and cool. Don't try to denounce. Don't try to, yes, I love Jesus. Deal with it. I'm right. You're all crazy and you're short-sighted. The Democratic National Committee, their opinion doesn't matter in heaven. Now, the Republican Party, don't get me wrong, their opinion doesn't matter in heaven either. The only opinion that rules in heaven is the opinion of God. And God says eternal things. These are important things. We're all like, I don't want to be called a hater, so I'm just going to hold back. I'm going to blush to speak the name Jesus Christ. Not happening here. It's not happening here. I don't have it. Don't be ashamed. Hold fast. The form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. And by the way, if you try to maintain friendship with the world and friendship with God, those things are going opposite direction. They will pull you apart. And if you're like this really super progressive Christian, oh, I think homosexuality is wonderful. I, God calls it a sin, but I don't. I think it's wonderful. And I embrace, you know, transgender. I know God made him in the beginning, male and female, but now... We understand better than God understood before. <laughs> you ain't going to win that argument with me, by the way. And you try to embrace both. The world's not going to love you. You think, you think you're going to be progressive and the world's going to embrace you and love you. <laughs> you're ridiculous. It never does. It will overcome you, but it won't embrace any of your ideas. If you m- mention the name Jesus Christ to any degree whatsoever, you're marked for as, as a hey, again, wear it. You're marked as a hater, disruptive, troublemaker, and they'll throw a heap hatred on you. Don't try to be groovy and like half-hearted and, no, no, I'm, I'm cool. You know, Jesus is our way, but he's not the way. Don't try to meet somebody halfway. There's no halfway with the message of Jesus Christ. Hold fast the form of sound words you have heard in me in faith and in love which is in Christ Jesus. Hold fast means garrison. It means guard. Why would you guard anything in the world ever? Because somebody's trying to take it away from you. If you don't guard it, it's gone. So we, we have things like safes and safe deposit boxes. And we lock things because we don't want them to disappear because we think they're very precious. Here, hold fast, garrison, guard, the form of sound words. I don't know that we've, the Church of Jesus Christ has done a really good job of that. We can do it as individuals. The church at large, no, it's trying to meet the world halfway. It's not working at all. Me, I, I would say, as Paul has said, hold fast the form of sound words, which you have heard of me. Paul's opinion matters. Does anyone on Facebook's opinion matter? Yeah, if they're quoting Paul. If they're not, <laughs> they're on their own. If they're sharing Bible verses with you, you're, but you're obliged to read those verses, and to listen to what they say. If they're just shooting off their opinion, their opinion's like my opinion. It ain't worth much. You want to you set your compass by my opinion? That, I, I, who told you to do that? Now, I'm trying to explain what the Word of God says, and you ought to set your compass by what the Word of God says. Anyone's opinion, they're just opinions. You, you go to heaven, you, you stand before God, the, the righteous judge. You said, well, I read on Facebook. Don't even finish that sentence, okay? <laughs> Nothing good can come of that, anything after that, right? But, but we 
we read Facebook, we absorb all this stuff like as if they're saying something that's important or, or, or something that ought to be. No, hold fast the form of sound doctrine, which thou hast heard in me, in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Faith and love, it's, it's, it's a faith walk and love because that's the flavor of everything we do. We're not haters, we're lovers. We're the only ones who really can. Uh, I, you know, it's, 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 um, it's funny to me because, like, you know, we're talking about the, you know, Facebook and things like this. Try to disagree with somebody who calls you a hater. You're going to see some hatred. Hey, I don't go around throwing milkshakes at anyone. I'm not a hater. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I love people who hate me. Done it. Been there, done that. Uh, so they call us haters, but they're the real haters. I mean, they really are. Just disagree with them. And see the cacophony of shrill voices in your face shouting like crazy people. Just suggest, hey, you might be wrong about this. And watch, <laughs> embrace for impact. Watch the fireworks. So our, our, love looks, our life looks like something. It looks like faith and love. And that good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost with dw- which dwelleth in us. Now look, what's the holy thing that's committed unto thee? The form of sound words. God's given you good doctrine. The Spirit of God has given you sound, good doctrine. And you want to keep those things which were committed unto thee, this sound doctrine by the Holy Ghost, which dwells in us. Because it's not just you in the natural. It's not just me in the natural. There's choices to be made. But at the end of the day, it sounds like, you know, we're on this island against everybody. Fair enough. Because it's us and God against everybody. And I want to tell you something. You and God are the majority. And you have to figure this out. I said this before. It's not just you and like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to... Like, is that... Does life work like that? It doesn't. I say, like, I have sin in my life, right? I'm going to white-knuckle my way through it. I have, like, a drinking problem. I'm not going to drink anymore. I just I determine I'm not going to. And Satan laughs at our white knuckles. You think he hasn't got a way around? Have you guys figured this out? i got a supernatural enemy. He's not supernatural like God is supernatural, but he's supernatural enough. He can do things that I can't even explain. He's, way, he's a cherub. He's way more powerful than me. He's got this angelic host who's trying to get me to fall. I, I'm toast on my own, but I'm not on my own. I have the Holy Spirit of God. And I, I, it's like the bully who comes around. Like, you know... Okay, let's go. Let's do this thing. Well, he's like seven foot nine, and he he beats up ten or twelve of me on the way to fights. I, what am I going to do against him, right? Well, I got this big brother who is bad. I mean, just can take anyone apart. His name is Jesus Christ. He's like you can't call Jesus bad. He's he's awesome. Okay, he's he's more powerful than any demon that I've ever been up against. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have to figure that out. If you think on your own, I'm just going to, oh, there's a, there's a you element in this. You're going to make the choices. But I, I can't tell you how many times in the course of a week I'm so in over my skis and I'm like, Lord, you have to show up and you have to help. Write this inside. You guys, is anyone like that except me? <laughs> I mean, you guys, do you figure out this like, uh, this temptation Smite the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. 
There's too much at stake. And I have, I've understood this for a long time. God, help me now. Does he? Listen, listen. I've only been saved since 1980. You can do the math. Almost 40 years, okay? 40 years next February. Can I tell you this? He's never once ever left me unaided, unabetted. He's never left me flapping in the breeze. He never said, you're on your own, son. I hope, you know, good. I hope it all works out for you. That's not our God. Oh, that good thing which is committed unto you, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. This thou knowest, that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me. Why? Because they were ashamed. Tim, don't you be ashamed. And they're still turning away. And he names some. Who, uh, uh, Phygelus and Hermogenes. Who names, their ch- <laughs> Who names their kid Hermogenes? I don't know. It probably means something. I don't know. I'm sure it does, right? Uh, so these are examples of those who have turned away. In Scripture, eternally. Yikes. I don't want my name here added to among, among these. The Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus. For he often refreshed me and what? Was not ashamed of my chain. It's all about shame. I'm not ashamed. Tim, don't you be ashamed. Oh, we got this Hermogenes and Phygelus. They... they we're not only ashamed of the gospel and ashamed of me, then they ended up acting shamefully. But we got this Onesiphorus. And he, he wasn't ashamed. He wasn't ashamed of my chain. He understood that I was a prisoner of, of Jesus Christ. But he didn't care about nothing like that because when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day and in how many things he ministered to me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. Now there are some people who think that Onesiphorus turned away and that's why Paul's saying God give him mercy in that day. I don't think so. That day, by the way, is judgment day. I think it's the day of the rapture. I think what happens after the rapture happens, we're in heaven, then what happens? Judgment the Bema Seed of Christ, you're rewarded according to your good works. The things that you didn't do that weren't quite good. You don't get a reward on them. That's wood, hay, and stubble. That burns up. You say, we're going to get judged for our sin? No, no. I say that no. I say a thousand times no. No, no, no. Jesus was judged for our sin, so there's no accountability of anything. I didn't say that. We're told we're all going to be judged at at the judgment seat of Christ. The word judgment seat is Bema. Bema. Uh, it means a place of where, where they gave out the awards at the, uh, the ceremonies in the Olympics. You know, you get silver, you get gold, you get the bronze medal if you do real good, right? Uh, or you don't get anything if you just maybe just finished the race. So you cheated or, or whatever. You don't get the prize. You don't get executed. You just don't get the prize. And that's what it's talking about. And it, and it goes into detail in Corinthians. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And all the things that we've done in the flesh, we're going to receive payment for those things. Not sin. Sin's been dealt with. Why did you go to church all the time? Why did you give money? Why did you worship? Why did you treat your neighbor like you? What, and all the whys and, and the motives come to the surface here. And then God judges and he rewards uh, accordingly. On, on stuff like giving a, a glass of water in his name. And can I just add to that? Being faithful in prayer. Being an, a, a good friend. Being an encourager. Um, sometimes getting in your friend's face and calling them out and 
and, and holding their feet to the fire. There's a lot of ways you can love. In every last way, God knows. He knows the disposition of our hearts. He knows why we did the things that we did or why we abstained from doing the things. He knows if we were ashamed. He knows if we were bold. He knows every opportunity. I think he'll go through all of this. And in that day, Paul's saying, I'm praying that Anessa Forrest, when he gets his reward, the Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy uh, of the Lord in that day. And that's my prayer for all of us. Because I, I, my whole thing, my whole life, everything I do, everything I abstain from doing, my whole thing is because I'm thinking about a day where I'm going to stand before God and I want to hear, well done. Thou good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. That's my whole everything. Because I, I told you, 100 day, years from today, the only thing that's going to matter is our faith. We're going to be there a long time. We're going to be here, what, me? 17, 18 years on the average. I'm definitely running the last lap. 18-ish, plus or minus, depends on how my love affair with bacon turns out. What, what is that, 77 years the average? I'm 59, you can do the math. I'm going there. I'll be there. Young, <laughs> not getting older for a long time. Oh, we're going to be here for a thousand years. I don't think we'll age in our, I think we'll already put on that eternal spacesuit, the one that never gets older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we, as we get out of bed in the morning, you know, I, I used to, you know, jump out of bed. Now I kind of get up, dangle, creak, snap, crackle, and pop. I have to recover from sleeping. <laughs> I, I, it's, hello, that's exactly how it is, isn't it? And that will be a time when that won't be the case. We're going to be there a long time. What are you planning on? You, you live like this is all there is? Are you out of your mind? Are you insane? No, I'm ashamed of Jesus Christ. I'm ashamed of the gospel. I'm a, okay, okay. Vanessa Forrest, he's going to be a rock star in heaven. Uh, Phygelus and Hermogenes, not so much. You figure it out what team you want to be on. He is in Rome. He sought me out very diligently and found me, and the Lord grant unto him mercy. All things he did, Ephesus, you know all about them. Chapter 2. Thou therefore, because of this, thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Uh, people make much of this. as four generations. Okay, you, you've heard these things from me. Teach them to others who are able to teach others. It's like four generations there. And by the way, that's very good. That's what you want. Uh, and there's always that teaching. When do, when do you know? How, how, how have you done the teaching? How do you know when, you've, when, a, when you, the people you've taught are able to teach others who are able to teach others? It's always like four generations. But there's a commit. Um, teach. These words are action words. And again, be not ashamed is the overarching theme, the whole thing. Now he's going to give us some examples. Thou therefore endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. How many of you guys have been in the military? Okay, three. <laughs> Thank you for your service, by the way. So you understand a little bit about it. 
Some of us do. And if you haven't, you saw the, you saw the movies, okay? You, you've seen it. How is it that you get somebody who's like some... We just had that uh, whatever anniversary of the storming of the beaches of Normandy. How do you get an 18, 19-year-old child to run up the beach when people are being shot all around, machine gun fire to the right, to the left, well entrenched. That, that takes some dedication. That takes some something. Uh, it's funny to me how people, you know, the courageous people today, I think, when they, they talk about how courageous they've been, I think like about, that doesn't look like storming the beaches of Normandy courage to me, you know, comparative. But imagine all that. And he's, he's holding that soldier forth as an example here. Uh, endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Is it hardship being a Christian? Sometimes is a hardship here in America in the 21st century. We don't know much about privation and dire poverty and really tough circumstances. We know nothing uh, really about persecution, not like other people have uh, endured persecution. People mock us. I get that. And that's not in and of itself pleasant, but you're not going to prison today for being a Christian. We're not here meeting and hoping that some secret police don't come in with and raid the, the meeting. We're, we're not even, that's not on the radar. We're not concerned about that at all. Uh, there is hardship, and he's saying, well, tough it out. Endure it. Get on with it. Figure it out. And then uh, endure it as a good soldier of, of Jesus Christ. Now, a lot of people don't like the metaphor. You know, we, they take, you get like a, a hymn like Onward Christian Soldiers. And that ain't in the newest hymnals. They've, they've scoured uh, anything of like warfare and stuff like this. 